so here we are back in uh, in my own recording studio, of course, being a high performance uh, broadcaster. Um, <laughs> what the flipping heck am I talking about? Do you know it's one of those shows today? I've I've, I've really I've uh, I've no idea what I'm doing. Anyway, uh, welcome to the James Well Radio Show blog. Um, I just put the word blog in because everybody uses it when you can pick it up on a website online or everything else. But this is, in fact, a radio show. It goes out on radio stations all over the world. Uh, the only problem is with those further afield, they never send us any money for it, which I find incredibly annoying. But there we are. The word of the whale gets out to uh, to those people. We will uh, have some of your thoughts a little later on. And if you want to get in touch, all you've got to do is uh, email us. That's uh, It's easy. Just email the show. At jameswellradio at gmail.com. Simples, as they say. Um, oh, uh, hot news on the on the website in our shop, on the website jameswellradio.co.uk. Uh, we have a sale. I mean, everybody has a sale in January, so we have a sale. And uh, that uh, remarkable autobiography uh, called Almost a Celebrity is now reduced in price. So get yours while they are still available. They are, they are. I've sent a few out. They are still available, are they? Yeah, there's, there are some oh, right. available. Okay, all right. Okay, well, there we are. Um, now, uh, I have noticed that it is just you and me on this program. Yes. And I'm slightly concerned that there are no women in the mix. And are we likely to get ourselves into trouble or not? I could put a frock on. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll do that. I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I feel we ought to apologise for a few things. We ought to apologise for those f***ing students um, who get easily as offended by people's language or by their views. Um, so we ought to apologise for that. We ought to apologise for being um, uh, no women on this. Pro- I, don't know how, I don't know what we can do. Um, if anybody's interested in, in a job here, we don't pay anything. Uh, feel free. Get in contact. It's not true, actually. We Isn't do, it? We, we, we have a woman at the end of the programme. Do we? Yeah. Oh, for goodness sake, I never stay around that long. <laughs> well, it's a pre-record, but it's, it's still at the end. Mm. We don't pay her as much, by the way. Oh, well, that's okay then. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. I thought all the, tr- all the trouble the BBC is going to at the moment to employ women, and they're employed... Have you noticed the new lineup on Radio 2? It's ridiculous. It's brought back all the people that used to try on Radio 1 uh, that failed to get an audience. So Radio 2 have obviously decided they don't want uh, broadcasters anymore. They're just going to be politically correct. Here's the thing. Look, if a woman is a good broadcaster, and there are a number of them out there, people that you like to listen to, there are a number, then fine. Um, but I think it's a well-known fact that actually women prefer to listen to men. And strangely enough, men prefer to listen to men as well. Now, I don't know why that is, because loads of radio stations around the world have, have tried having women on the radio, particularly late at night, talking sexy um, and, uh, and being quite suggestive, and, and people don't listen to it. Well, they'd rather go on Babe Station, wouldn't they, or something like that, probably. I was going to mention Babe Station. I think that gets quite a lot of views. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I apologise, but uh, there's this whole uh, ridiculous idea that we are going to positively discriminate in, in all kinds of ways. seems to me, what, surely you want the best person for the job, don't you? Is Radio 2 like... Football Division Two, where the uh, you know not so good no, Radio Two is the most listened to radio station, uh, apparently on the planet. 
Well, why don't they switch it round so Radio 2 becomes Radio 1, etc.? Well, it's a very good idea, but I couldn't even tell you anybody who works on Radio 1 anymore. I couldn't either. I haven't listened to Radio 1. I don't listen to Radio 1. The only radio station worth listening to, in my view, is Talk Radio. I I listen to a bit of Virgin and Talk Sport, but Talk Radio uh, is is good. And the new lineup, of course, is absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, and and obviously the radio stations put this show out. They're very good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have a a listen to, if you're wherever you're listening to this is excellent. And uh, my show, Monday to Thursday, 7 o'clock until 10, live on Talk Radio is worth a listen as well, isn't it? It is, if you like, Ash, yes. Oh, why did we have to bring him up? <laughs> um, so there we, listen, let's, uh, let's get to the uh, nub of the crux of the, uh, of the thing. Uh, this, people say, what is your programme about? Well, we, we ju- I just have a, a rant, really, about things that are going on. Um, and uh, I, saw, I saw this this whole thing about safe spaces again with members of the students' union trying to defend their, well, if we don't like it, we're not going to talk about it policy. Uh, we don't have to promote things that, that make people feel uncomfortable. When did students become so anti-free speech? And it's the same with this, you know, you could tie it in with the Army's new recruitment campaign of, uh, people uh, following their religions and uh, people asking if it if they're going to be you know upset or is it going to and the and the, the MOD put out this commercial saying oh it's going to be lovely we can look after you everybody's acceptable I thought it was only for men no no women join the army too and of course we'll look after your mental health and you'll be able to follow whatever religion you like faith is very important this is a whole load of nonsense in my opinion if you want a good fighting force you need to ask somebody could you kill another human being i don't want you to have to kill them all the time but there will be a time when you will have to consider killing another human being and when you're given the order to do so you won't be able to turn around and say oh i'm sorry i don't actually agree with that it's against my moral code I'm not even sure religion or faith or people of faith should be allowed in the armed forces. I'm not even sure why uh, we have, you know, the, uh, what do they call them? The, the, the vicar or the priest or whatever. They, they have a special name, aren't they? The, um, oh, I can't remember. I don't do religion, as you know. Um, in in most, uh, uh, most of the fighting forces. I, oh, beggar's belief. I'm sorry. Um, so the, the crux of the matter is the, uh, the government aren't paying enough. We can't attract people to the armed forces now because they've made so many redundant. And so now we're trying to get any Tom, Dick or Harriet to join the army and tell them it's not really dangerous. It is bloody dangerous. And I was talking to a couple of uh, soldiers the other day who said the best recruiting campaign was when this country is fighting. When we were in Afghanistan, when we were in Iraq, more and more people were joining the armed forces of the sort of people who realized what the job was. When the body bags were coming back, and you may remember regularly on the news, we saw that uh, people came out, cheered, stood by the roadside as soldiers who had been killed in action were brought back. That's when more people than ever before apparently were joining the armed forces. To be a soldier, to be a fighter, It isn't a particularly touchy-feely job. It's a job that only certain people can do. And if you can do it, join it, because I can tell you from people I've known in the forces, it is a brilliant life. But you have to be prepared for what it is all about. 
The bottom line is, you will need to fight. And people joining the armed forces now and saying when they get it, well, maybe I'll become a medic. What they need is fighting men and women who are prepared to go on the front line and do what has to be done. And then to be able to mentally handle it. It isn't easy. There are lots of very tough guys suffering with post-traumatic stress disorder, which gets brushed under the carpet and people don't talk about very often, and maybe they should. Much as I don't really like anything that comes out of America at the moment, the one thing the Americans do better than anybody else, as far as I can see, is look after their veterans. Those people who gave up part of their life to become guardians of the country, because that's what they are, are looked after better by the Americans than we do. In fact, to be honest, we don't do it very well at all. We should be ashamed of ourselves. 76,000, I think, is the amount of people we have to call upon at the moment, plus, of course, the reservists who were in the army. 76,000 is not a very big army. We are not very big players. I don't know. I'd like to know what you think. Uh, if you thought that the uh, touchy-feely commercial for... Uh, and and all, the, uh, all those people, of course, tried to suck up to the people in authority and said, oh, it's really... It's nice, isn't it? It's, not, it's a load of socialist shit. That's what it is. In my view. In my view. It's just my view. You have a different view. Jameswellradio at gmail.com is my email. You can email us and we'll include it on the programme. Or go on the Facebook page. We always get loads and uh, loads of comments on the Facebook page. Get a conversation going. If you want to be a soldier, if you want to fight for the country, however much you want to learn a skill and a trade and see the world, you have to answer the question, could you kill another person? And lots of people think it's very easy, but think about it for a moment. Could you? Ah, oh, right, I've depressed myself now right at the beginning of the programme. Why do you do that every week? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'll cheer us up, shall I? Okay. Um, I've just heard, uh, and this, of course, is a program that we record, and uh, I have just heard today, because it is breaking news, that Nigel Farage, one-time pal of mine, and now I think maybe a pal again, because I've just tweeted out, um, he's coming around to my way of thinking. Nigel Farage has just said he thinks it, uh, it, it might be a good idea to have another referendum into whether or not we leave Europe. What? Yeah, he's just said this. <laughs> he maybe in an unguarded moment, but he said, uh, just to make absolutely sure and kick this ball into the long grass once and for all, I think that was something way he said it, uh, it might be a good idea for us to have, when all the negotiations are done, to have another referendum. Couldn't agree more, Nigel. Couldn't agree more. And furthermore, I will accept, when, when we all know exactly what the outcome of leaving the European Union is likely to be, and all the sort of the, I want my borders back, I don't want foreigners in the country. We got rid of all of those people because they're all no marks anyway. Once the intelligentsia, yeah, that'll do, uh, come forward and think about the issue and then vote, I will, I will be more than happy. If, it, if we vote then to leave, fine, that's good. That, the people know the issues, they know the consequences, fine. If we do vote to stay in the European Union, then, then we should make sure we take an interest in it. Germany should not be the leading uh, economy of the European Union. We should be the leading economy of the European Union. And we should work harder in this country to make sure that we are. And we should make sure that our 
MEPs are up to the job because a lot of MEPs are failed MPs. I'm sorry, but they are. They couldn't get elected there. It's quite easy to get elected to the European Parliament because very few people go out and vote. There'll be FMPs then. Yeah. What's that? Failed MPs. Failed MPs, yeah. Um, But if we have another referendum and we vote to leave, then I will be happy with that because that is the will of the people of this country if they turn out and vote. Because I think that the last referendum was really a vote against the political classes and I think it was a knee-jerk reaction to some people who had the wrong idea about people coming and living in this country, usually people who sit in their homes and never go out and never do anything. Because as a result of the referendum, people are wanting to come to this country less and less uh, to work and to make it it, it a successful place. Uh, The health service is on its knees. Trust me, it is on its knees. And we uh, we need to do something about it. So, uh, Nigel, well well done, Nigel. I knew he'd do something like that because um, he didn't want the situation just to, to disappear. He wants to be there at the forefront again. And the only way he could do that again is to say something uh, controversial. So Nigel Farage has said, and I agree with him, maybe it is a good idea to have another vote when all the negotiations have been concluded, when the government turned to us and said, And when businesses can come out and say, look, if we leave the European Union, it's going to be great. We're going to be thriving. It's a great idea. Or they turn around and say, I'm sorry, if we leave the European Union, we're leaving this this country because we're going to have to set up in another European country because it's going to damage the economy. If you apply for a mortgage, you get a mortgage in principle, don't you, originally? Yeah. And then you do your due diligence and check everything yeah. out and everything, and then you get your final mortgage. So, in a way, this should be the Brexit in principle, and then and this is the process of due diligence happening right now, and then we have another vote on it. And then, so I, I'm, I'm mm. starting to think that this is actually possibly a good idea, especially if it's Nigel himself that's saying it, seeing as he's yeah. really the one that actually put it forward in the first place. Mm. We need, and to be honest, I just watched Theresa May make another very lacklustre speech. We can surely do better uh, than this. We, the, the op, you know, we've got a Marxist-type leader of the, the Labour Party at the moment who wants to take us back to the dark old days of socialism, which won't happen. And we've got a rather weak Conservative who keeps saying what she doesn't believe. Oh, we're going to leave the Europe. She never voted to leave the European Union. She doesn't believe in it. And nor do I, by the way. It will be the worst thing, in my view, the worst thing this country ever did. But let's, listen, let's do the due, due diligence. Good, good, good point, Robbo. Let's do it. And then we all have a say. It's our country. And by the way, when we do that, let's let the people who live here, who've made their homes here, who contribute via their taxes to this country, wherever they were born, let them have the vote as well. And let those of uh, the country, those Brits who decided to live abroad but are still holders of British passports, let them be involved too. And perhaps we should lower the age of voting to 16 for this because it'll be important to those younger people about how the country goes later in life. I don't agree with lowering the age now because if you think about it, we've had the two Why? years. So the 16-year-olds that weren't allowed to vote will now be allowed to vote. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Okay, well, that's an idea. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good idea. Um, so, but we should have another referendum. That is absolutely right. Let's put that out on our Facebook page as well for discussion for next week's show. Okay. All right? Time for another vote, because it's just happened. He's just said it, and we were here first. Um, I, I just saw the thing that really is irking me is this bloody students and their safe f-ing spaces. 
I think we should be cutting the amount. I tell you what, uh, vice chancellors or are they are they bigger than chancellors? I don't know. The universities paying themselves loads more than the, even the prime minister of the country gets, um, and wanting to put up the uh, the. Co- I think we should be actually stopping. Uh, we should go back to free. Uh, student places, but we should cut it by half. Most of the people who are going to university now have no real interest in going to university, don't need to go to university, are studying things like, I don't know, media studies and all the other sort of low-level things. that you can, you can actually get a university degree apparently in anything now. You can always do an open university, you don't have to go dog to Dog grooming, dog, dog walking. I don't know, yeah. Somebody working on my show the other day, one of my shows, who's got a master's, in uh, media studies. Very useful. No, f- no, <laughs> not useful at all. And what a waste of f***ing money. No, not, not at all. Because they were not cut out to work in the media. Well, if you think about it, think. look at YouTube. You've got people on YouTube that have never had any uh, you know, advanced education, mm. have got a camcorder or a webcam, and they're multi-millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so it's pointless. Yeah. Why, why do media studies... Exactly, exactly. Um, what else are we going to talk about today? I tell you what, should we have a bit of music first? What have we? I've been going on for about 20 minutes, haven't I? Well, let's have a bit of music to break up the depressing part of the show with the fun part of the show. Really? I thought it was quite good. I don't know. Yeah, and then we'll come back and talk about hitting on women. Um, right, these are the uh, Jet Reds and uh, their brand new single. It's called Unpredictable.
Ah, there we are from Newcastle, the Jet Reds. Uh, the Jet Reds are new and exciting four-piece combo specialising in their own unique brand of independent rock. I quite like that, actually. Yep. That came from Tony again. Um, Tony, are you are you paying to get your bands on this programme? If anybody wants to get their, uh, their band on the show, as long as they're unsigned and uh, you give us permission to play it, then uh, get in touch with Rob. He'll tell you how. Yeah, just email me, uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Include the MP3, which is always handy, uh, so I can listen to it, and uh, permission to play. Mm. Um, okay, listen. Uh, <laughs> interesting story the other day. Uh, a number of French um, actresses have, uh, have said that they are concerned that there is a new form of puritism attacking the uh, world. And this comes after the Harvey Weinstein uh, case. Um, now, let me just make it absolutely clear. Uh, anybody who rapes somebody, who forces somebody to do something they don't want, who bullies somebody, who intimidates somebody, deserves everything they get. But the French actresses, uh, uh, I think um, led by Catherine de Villeneuve, I think that's, was it right? I think right? so. I yeah. can't remember now. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, it was one of the French actresses who's come out written, and a number of them wrote an open letter saying they think that this new form of puritism could be very bad because it might well put men off trying to chat up women or, as they say, hit on women. Same thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's so long since I ever tried that. I have no idea. Uh, do men find it difficult? You won't know either, will you, really? Not unless you want to be in trouble with your wife. Um <laughs> Do, do guys find it difficult to chat up women anymore? Yes, they, they've always found it difficult, if I'm being honest. Have they? Men are very bad at picking up signals. Are they? Yeah. And is that why some have got into so much trouble? Yeah, you don't know what to do, when to do it, what to say, how to say it, you know. Mm. Yeah, it, it's all very well, you know, if you're on a night out and a few drinks down you and everything, you're in a club and whatever, you know, very hard to, outside mm. of that environment, isn't it, going up to a stranger... Yeah, but then after a few drinks and things and some goes home and somebody thinks, oh, I didn't fancy them at all. I'm going to complain about that. Yeah, that does happen, unfortunately. I, th I think what we do need to do is have uh, anonymity. I was interviewing uh, Jerry Hayes, the barrister, who used to appear on my TV show the other day. And you may remember he was prosecuting a rape case of this young man who was accused of raping somebody. Um, and he asked for the... Uh, he, he, and he's the prosecutor. All right, he was the prosecutor of this. Uh, and he, he suddenly said, look, I need to have a look at the uh, surrounding evidence as well. I need to see texts and stuff like that. And there's something like 40,000 texts had come from the woman in question about how much she liked this bloke who she accused of rape. And they weren't made available to the prosecution or the defence by the police because apparently the police didn't think they were uh, necessary. Sure, you have to have a hand over all evidence, whether necessary well, or not, don't you? Well, I don't know. I, don't, I, I really don't know. But uh, uh, people have said, you know, Jerry is the prosecutor. Well, well done to him. This lad's life has still had a real problem because, you know, people still say, oh, well, there must have been something in it. There should be anonymity for everybody concerned in a rape case until after the trial. Some some people say, oh, yeah, well, we need to know if this is uh, if there are any more people out there who would come forward. And I understand that. I don't know how you get around that, because sometimes what it may do, it may actually convince some people to think, oh, yeah, um, I went out with him once. Um, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, I, yeah, you know, there might be something in this. 
I'm not saying that of all. I'm just saying that in this country where you are presumably innocent until proven guilty, uh, the way this is going at the moment, once you've been accused of rape, you're out there in the public space. Maybe that's something that has to change. If you Google somebody's name and it comes up on the website, accused of rape, court case, blah, 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 you might not scroll down the page that says that they were acquitted. And, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it's, it's not very good, is it? Maybe, um, maybe when uh, people, and you know, it might be a man raping a man as well. I mean, somebody who has actually uh, falsely accused somebody of rape is jailed for 10 to 15 years. Maybe that would be a good uh, way of, of putting people off false allegations. Now, those people who say that this is a huge problem and, uh, and it has to be the other way around, um, because unless, unless women know they're going to have full uh, protection and they're not going to end up in, in uh, the public area, they won't come forward and report a rape. But is it fair that a man's life should be ruined because there is no protection for the man if he is accused, as far as I can see, at the moment? It's a very, very, very tricky subject. Yeah, well, the women, the actresses in France have uh, decided to kick back against the what they call the puritism of Hollywood. It's a difficult and it's a fairly tricky situation. I don't have the answer. I don't know the answer. But I, I think, like a lot of things, we perhaps should be having the discussion as to how we handle this. And like when you see television programs from the 80s, 70s and 80s, bless this house, um, what was it, love thy neighbour, uh, various other things that you would be, Benny Hill show some of those, you would be absolutely embarrassed. You know, I find some of them embarrassing. Because society isn't like that anymore. And a lot of people who weren't around in the... A lot of these students who want safe spaces uh, and wonder what on earth, you know, was going on. It was a different time. It was a completely different time. Yeah. And I think somebody has got to sort of make make the point, really. And maybe the way... You're very quiet about this. It worries me. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm being very guarded, to be fair. Um, <laughs> be careful what I say, you know. You rather talk about the cauliflower steak? Yeah, M and S. Yeah, why? Why did they sell cauliflower steak? Nobody likes cauliflowers. I love cauliflower, but I, I, I didn't know that cauliflower steak came in a cauliflower flavour or whatever. Well, it's just a half a cauliflower with a bit of uh, lemon drizzle for two pound fifty. Really? Yeah. Ridiculous idea. Luckily, I never saw it. Get oh, it's it, not a proper steak, then. It's just a lump of cauliflower. Yeah, but it was sold by, uh, I think it was M&S for £2.50. Yeah. They've decided to withdraw the uh, product. I'm not surprised. Sounds disgusting. The only thing you have cauliflower with is a cheese sauce. I can't do that either. I don't like cheese. Yeah, well, you don't. You have a horrid diet, don't you, really? <laughs> I have a really um, Yeah. So, I, I, anyway, forget the cauliflower steak. But um, are we are we now uh, going through a new puritanical state? Just just before, or just during, was it the uh, the Civil War, the English Civil War, the Puritans and the um, and the uh, uh, Royalists? It got you know you you couldn't do anything, could you? I wasn't there then, so uh, I'm taking your word. Well, I for wasn't that. there, but I, they definitely banned the Benny Hill show. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, reception was bad, apparently, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, I think probably time for you to do Tech Talk, really, isn't it? I've, I've waffled on enough. 
Okay, um, so only only small stuff this week in Tech Talk. I've got other stuff that we can talk <laughs> about, though. Um, well, go, go. You carry on. Uh, Ooh, my back. <laughs> CES. What? CES 2018 yeah. in Las Vegas. The right. big, the big electronic show, the the thing where they show off all the latest gadgets, gizmos, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Had a massive power cut apparently, so that uh, didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. That you see, computers, robots, all of that stuff. When the power goes down, you'll be back to the bow and arrow. Uh, Samsung uh, lo- uh, introduced a new 146 inch TV. Oh, I like the look of that. I like it. Do I, you? Yeah, 146 inch. I used to have a 100 inch uh, telly. Yeah. Well, it was a lot more of a projection system, and I miss it a yeah. lot. I like a big screen. Oh, God. For my films. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. on. Um, oh, Apple uh, have agreed to pay £137 million in extra taxes to the UK. Mm. Well, that'll help the health service a little. Well, not not that much, but yeah, good. Yeah, good. So, so that's that's good. Um, yeah. Credit card transaction fees? No, no, not more of that rubbish. Uh, well, no, they've they've uh, the government have banned them now as of this weekend. Um, oh, good. You, you good. can't be charged anymore. And can we? You know, I don't have a checkbook anymore. I don't use checkbooks, but. Um, uh, when, when you put money in the bank or you, you pay someone, it still takes a couple of days to go over. And I cannot understand how banks cannot automatically transfer money. In Lloyd's TSB, the bank that I bank with, um, if they want to sponsor the show, they're more than welcome. Um, they, they put the money in instantly. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, they can sponsor the show then. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so the credit card transaction fees, you know the fees where you buy something online and if you say, yeah. oh, I want to pay with my credit card, and they say, well, there's a 2.5% transaction yeah. fee for that that's going to be illegal well i'm not actually sure about that because when when uh, as a as a, a small business owner somebody comes and pays you on a credit card uh then you pay the credit card company for that as well yeah but it's nowhere near two and a half percent it's always like 0.6.7 percent yeah um so people are cashing in especially uh, airline companies, etc. All right, okay, good, good, good. Um, the bad news is for people that want to pay their tax bill on their credit card, they can no longer do so because the uh, customs people are stopping the use of credit cards because it will be unfair for the people that pay with a debit card or pay by check because they'd be essentially paying for the uh, fee. The, the one that's kicking off at the moment is the um, delivery company, the food delivery company. I can't remember what it's mm. called now. Um, they used to charge a 50p transaction fee. Well, now yeah. they've changed it to a service fee to get round the law. So it's a, it's a stupid thing, really. It's so Yeah, I mean, if, if, if people aren't making any money, they won't do it. They'll come up with a different way of charging you, won't they? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, people have to make their business profitable. And if, if you know, people moan all the time, don't they? Well, I'm not paying that. Not... Well, what the f*** do you think you're supposed to do? The one that does annoy me is when you book theatre tickets and you have to pay something like £4.50 per ticket for a booking. Well, you're only making one booking. You might be buying four mm. tickets, but you're only booking four seats yeah. in one go. Well, I don't, I don't do stuff like that. I don't book holidays. I don't book. I just turn up and pay on the way. You know, I don't think Mrs. W and I have ever booked a holiday. Maybe years ago we might have done. Just fly somewhere, wander around and find a hotel. Yeah, but you you still book a hotel though, don't you, I suppose? No. You just go in? Yeah. (laughs) On the off chance. Yeah. And I never ever go during school holidays and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't go very often anymore. But 
when I used to, uh, yeah, we were just, um, you know, 20 years ago or something like we used to, <laughs> we used to go to the airport find out where planes were going and go there for a long week, wherever we fancy go for a long weekend. Just fly there. Just take a sort of hand luggage, fly there. Uh, if we fancy going, I remember going to uh, to Jersey once. We just flew to Jersey, got a cab into the town, wandered around, found a hotel we liked the look of. Do remarkable deals, of course, if you just turn up as well. Uh, we've never charged anyone in our shop ever for uh, using a card. Have you not? No, no, I don't think we have in our restaurant. And, you know, it's more expensive to uh, use cash. It's, it's a 1% mm. transaction fee to put the money in the bank. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I'm not re well, well, no, it's not ridiculous because, you know, the bank employ people to do the job for you. So uh, people have got to make their bit of the their, as Ash would say, their piece of the pie. Yeah, but they make the money on the charging you of interest on your overdrafts and your loans mm. and stuff. They shouldn't be. Yeah, but supposing you don't have uh, an overdraft or a loan. Yeah, that's true. I don't have an overdraft or a loan either. Well, there we are. I wish I could say the same thing. Um, right, okay, well, we've, we've done that, haven't we? Uh, that's, um, that's depressed me uh, even more. So, uh, films, have you seen any films uh, you can suggest on your big 100-inch WhatsApp? <laughs> no, I've only, I've only got a 50-inch at the moment. I'm half Have you really? Half downsized. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Small house. Um, yeah. A couple of films I watched. I haven't been to the cinema this week. That's happening this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have watched a couple of films from the um, service on Amazon. Um, Brawl in Cell Block 99. Uh, oh, yes. That's a, yeah. a Vince Vaughn film. That's very violent. If you like violent films, yes. Yeah, I don't like that sort yeah. of stuff, so I won't be watching that. Uh, Lucky Logan. Uh, don't that, even like the sound that, of that. That's Adam Driver. That's like... Um, it's like a bank job, but it's 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 stealing from the uh, NASCAR racetrack instead of a bank. It's supposed to be a comedy. Mm. It's it's shit. <laughs> uh, bet Fred. Oh yeah, Bet Fred. Um, friend of mine put on a bet the other day. Mm. Um, paid his money. Uh, the horse was a horse race. Horse won. Went back to Bet Fred and said, uh, "Oh, I, I think I've got uh, two hundred quid to pick up on this bet." And they took his, uh, I was, oh, no, sorry, sir. Uh, the This bet was put on too late. Have, what? No, this bet was put on a couple of seconds too late. Okay. So is that a couple of seconds after the race had finished? No, apparently, uh, a couple of seconds. In, I find this very difficult to, uh, to understand. So, uh, but we'll give you back your stake. Right, okay. So if you had paid... Let's just, uh, in fact, I think we should ask Bet Fred this. I'm going to ask them on my talk radio show. If you had paid, I don't bet, so I, go, go with me on this. So if you'd, you'd, you'd put a bet on a horse and that bet had not won, you wouldn't go back to the betting office. Yeah, you would assume that you'd lost the bet, wouldn't you? Yeah. There we are. And so had that bet been put on too late, you would be entitled to your money back. Now, do betting offices... Get in touch with people who bet too late and give them their money back. Of course they don't. Don't be silly. Well, then, how the f*** can they actually get away with saying, I'm sorry, you put your bet on too late, so uh, it's not a void, particularly if you just won loads of money? Here's what I would do in your friend's situation. This is, this is what Rob would yeah. do, because I'm, I'm a little... I'm a little arsy when it comes to things like this, and I, I, I like to always yeah. win. And if I don't win, I like to always <laughs> make sure that I cause the other person so much pain and suffering. 
Let's, let's say, for argument's sake, he's got his betting slip and it's got the, the time on it. Let's just say it was, everything's legit as far as bet friends mm. concerned. It was paid after, sorry, the bet was put yeah. on after the time. I would just go onto the small claims court website, pay the fee, which is a nominal fee, and take him to the small claims court. Because that would actually mean that they would have to attend the small claims court and it would cost them uh. more than £200 <laughs> of their time to sit in a courtroom for it to go in yeah. their favour. But you don't pay yeah. anything other than a little small amount of fee. Bearing in mind, you've already had your £10 back. So, yeah. so I would do that just to waste their time because the chances are they go, oh, we don't want to go to court. Just give them the 200 quid. Do that. That's a good idea. All right. I, I suggest everybody does that. But I'm going to get them on to ask them because if if they don't contact people who put a bet on and the bet lost, uh, that they should then be reimbursing them with the money because it was put on too late. I can see this turning into a PPI styles thing. Thing. Have you ever put well, a bet I've on? Done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might not only be Betfred. This this friend of mine just happened to go to a Betfred betting office. <laughs> is it Betfred that's actually saying this, or is it the is it a franchise? So the the person who's running that particular Betfred is is uh, I don't know how it works. No, no I, I don't. But my friend went back and uh, asked the question, and he was uh, rudely told, "Tough. If you don't like it, that's the rules." I would have, I would, and then rang me and said, "What do you think about this?" I'd get in touch with Ben Fred's head office. Mm. Asked well, to, I think that's what we're doing. Ask to speak to Wilma. Oh, Wilma, yes, Fred's other half. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. If anybody has any uh, any clarity on this, email me jameswellradio at gmail dot com and let me know. Maybe uh, maybe we can sort it out quite amicably. Go to Carpenter's house and get the uh, director of Betfred's home phone number and phone them up like I did with ReadyMix. Mm. That's a good idea. What a good idea. Mm. I'm going to do that. Um, <laughs> do you know the Church of England are worth billions, absolutely billions? And now they've had the audacity to uh, actually have, um, uh, you know, swipe things on their collection plate. So, if, you know, the thing, oh, I haven't got any cash on me. It doesn't matter. We take credit cards. Chip and pin. Yeah, they, you can you can just swipe your credit card to make a donation. I wonder if they charge a transaction charge. <laughs> so yeah. there'll be a two percent charge on that credit card, sir. Yeah. You're uh, you, you'll be rewarded in heaven. Don't worry, uh, baloney. Um, they've now just uh, sent out recently letters to all the people who bought Church of England land to tell them that they don't own any of the mineral rights under their land. The Church of England are keeping uh, hold of those. Mind you, how they're going to go and get them when they've sold the top bit of land to anyone, I'm not really sure. They dig under it, can't they? Yeah, they could do something like that. They could mine under it, couldn't they? What about gold, if you've got gold under there? Doesn't that belong to the Queen? Does it? I think so. I don't see why it should. If it's under my garden, I'm keeping it, I'll tell you. I think if, if I dig up a huge lump of gold, I'm not giving it to anyone. I, would, I wouldn't expect anyone to actually hand over a lump of gold. No. No. You ought to be very careful about treasure, but uh, you know, yeah. Do the discussion first. You know, I might have, I might have got this treasure trove under my garden. Um, who wants to buy it? Just melt it down and just take it to a jeweler's. Mm. Cash for gold. Yeah. Put it in a wet, in a yeah. packet and send it off in the post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear. Uh, these are jokes, by the way. You yeah, know, yeah, we're not do uh, really encouraging people to behave in this appalling way. Um, 
So what would you do then? Because you apparently you, you've had people get in touch with you about your mineral rights. Yeah, about uh, 2014, I think it was, it was a while ago, um, I had a letter in the post from the land registry saying, uh, just to let you know that um, this man called Lord Trefos... Uh, owns Lord all, Trefos. Lord, Lord Trefos. He, uh, uh, Lord Trefos. He, yep. he, he owns all the minerals under your house, and uh, there's nothing you can do about it, blah, 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 blah. And everyone in the area got it, uh, about 4,000 houses. Everyone panicked and thought, oh, we can't sell a house because, you know, we'd have to disclose that we don't own the land underneath and all the rest of it. Really? Well, it would be difficult, wouldn't it? Because people get funny about stuff like that. If you've got a mortgage on it, you know, it's the mortgage company that really owns your house, isn't yeah. it, at the end of the day? Well, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Um, but uh, there's something you can do. Uh, you can get a, uh, a UN4 form from the land registry. It's called a unilateral notice of cancellation. UN4. Uh, yep. And you fill yep. that in, and basically it says, uh, I lay claim to the minerals under my land, and uh, you send that off. It's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, there's no fee involved. And, of course, the person, in this case, Lord Trefos, has, I think, something like 40 days to respond or contest mm. it. Now, obviously, 4,000 people in our area did that, or a majority of the 4,000 people in our area did yeah. that, and caused this guy untold headache because he had to, in 40 days, he had to respond to all these letters and pay for all the postage stamps and everything to reply and everything. So in the mm. end, he just gave up. So if everyone in, who's got Church of England land just do, does that, the chances are you may it may fall through that because I did indeed get a letter from the land registry saying that I now own the mineral rights under my house. Well, that's a good good move, wasn't it? Yeah. Hmm. I might have to do that. I've no idea who owns the mineral rights. I suppose I do. Even if you don't, it really does make no difference. I don't think the land registry themselves even wanted to send out all these notifications. They should word it better, to be honest. Hmm. It it, it looks very threatening when it comes through your your letter box. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Well, we might get somebody on from the land registry and have a go. Well, uh, right. I, I, um, I think it's probably time for Wales Mail now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We've got a couple of... Uh, I'll put some in for you. Um, we've put a few in. Uh, our old friend Colin from Geelong in Australia, who uh, says, happy 2018. It's uh, absolutely bloody baking out here, mate. I wish I was in the UK where it's a bit cooler. No, you don't. Uh, can you do me a favour and say a quick hello to Esme, who's coming out to visit from Europe. Uh, keep up the beeps and give Rob an extra jelly tot. See you later. By the way, P.S. Your cricket team is shit. It is really, isn't it? I can't. I mean, I can't. I can't defend them. Cricket in general is shit, though, isn't it? When you yeah, I don't even like cricket. I mean, it is the most boring, dull game I have ever. Wi- well, actually, I went when I was working for the BBC over in Essex. I went to uh, a couple of um, evening matches. I forgot twenty twenty matches. Where I have to say it was, it, they don't wear white. The teams wear different colours. They have cheerleaders, like in America. That was worth seeing, and they play loud rock music. A modern version of cricket. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was quite. I enjoyed it. I have to admit. Yeah. I don't like cricket because when I was a kid in school, one week you were doing the batting, and the next week you're doing the fielding. But every week I was always in the fielding team, so I hated it. It's like your hands mm. get mashed by that heavy ball. You have to catch it. So you yeah. just sort of pretended to catch it, but you didn't really because you didn't want to mangle your fingers. It was always I never freezing liked, cold. Never liked team games anyway. I, I much preferred sort of. Uh, that's why I did archery, rounders, uh, rounders, and baseball. That was my two favourites. And ba- yeah. basketball, but other than that, no. Maybe five aside. Girls' games. 
Yeah, you like girls' games. Okay. Um, James Gray Style has uh, emailed us. He said, James, I have enjoyed your show for many years. I did love the TV show, and I always admired how you have stuck to your views, even if you have been sacked over it. I've always liked talking. I wonder what advice you would give to a guy who wants to get involved in talk radio-style programs. I do not believe in man-made global warming. I think uh, we live in a time where it's vital we watch out for the thought police, I'm also dyslexic. I'm very proud of it, James. Thank you very much. Um, okay. Uh, you could just do it. You could just go online and do it. I thought well, it was you for a minute because he was called James and he basically described you. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't believe in man-made global warming. I do believe in climate change. I think global warming is, uh, is a real, you know, the planet is warming up. And eventually, the planet will warm up and the poles will go. The poles, let's remember, you know, nobody talks about it sensibly. The poles are the remnants of the last ice age. There were no ice-covered poles before the ice age, uh, which is why people have found evidence of palm trees under the snow at the poles and various other uh, bits and pieces of lush vegetation. And so we live in a time between ice ages and the ice age will come back. Uh, and maybe man-made global warming, if you want, is keeping the ice age at bay at the moment. But you can be absolutely sure that the climate will change. It's always changed. It will change. So rather than go on about what we can do to stop it, and you mustn't drive here or fly there or everything else. Um, and yeah, I think we should improve the quality of uh, the the cars and the planes and the air pollution and everything else. Absolutely improve it. Um, but I don't think we're going to stop the the planet climate changing now having said that i do believe in recycling i do believe in getting rid of plastic i do believe that we are are just throwing too much shit away and i think we need to stop that and i think big companies who wrap everything in plastic should be fined going back to james's letter if you want to if you want to do uh you want to get involved with a talk radio style thing you can do it just do it indeed or set yourself up a youtube channel have a go. Yeah, set yourself up a YouTube channel and do it. Yeah. I, I think uh, the, my, my, my bet's on um, turning seawater into drinking water. Well, they've been try- they could do that now, I believe. In fact, in, in some countries they do, don't they? Because then you can pump the seawater into places like Africa where there's no water and lower the sea level. Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah. The sunspot activity changes the uh, weather on this planet. The climate changes according to sunspot activity as well, and nobody ever mentions that or takes that into account. Plus, you know, we could get struck, and we probably will get struck by bigger meteorites. It's just luck, apparently, that we haven't. Well, back in the dinosaur ages, we, we were struck and, you know... Well, yeah, yeah, but we haven't been in our age. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, that that could change the... You know, a methane, apparently, that's a big thing, uh, which is produced, but not nowhere near as much as the um, as the dinosaurs produced. Well, yeah, it's all that greenery there, yeah. Mm, yeah. Anyway, um, I, um, I waffle on too much. Should we do questions? I was going to talk about the cabinet reshuffle, but I don't give a shit, really, do you? Uh, I mean, we did have lots of people get in touch. Let me do a couple. Okay. uh, Does anybody care? Uh, Only if Jacob Rees-Mogg gets in, says uh, Robert Wildmore. (laughs) I like him. Yeah. Very. Who, Jacob Rees-Mogg? Yeah. Yeah, he's entertaining as long as his views don't get taken seriously. He's the new Um, boss. Gary Miller says, bottle of red wine, vodka and rum in my drinks cabinet. 
Uh, Wesley Moore McGugan says, even the know-it-all apprentice candidates might do a better job. I haven't watched The Apprentice this series, so I have no idea who was on it. Uh, Matt Dudley says, no, I don't really care who the Prime Minister is as long as it's not Corbyn. Good point. Uh, Paul Hyam says, uh, plenty of skeletons in there yet to come out. Well, haven't we all, Paul? Uh, Rob Scatchard. Really? Uh, It was much better in the old days when they were proper characters, the old spitting image days. I think spitting image should come back. Susan Harris says, Guy Fawkes was the man to enter Parliament with honest intentions. Susan, Guy Fawkes was a terrorist. Um, right, okay, so should we do uh, finish off with questions for the whale? Yeah, can I Can I uh, have a few seconds to find the page, though? Yeah, you, I've got to stand up, my hip's hurting. Oh, oh shit. Oh, f- Are you ready for these? So you need to get your... Yeah, in- yeah, yeah, hit me with the questions, here we go. Okay, yeah, get, go your, get your uh, intellectual hat on for these. Yeah, of course, uh, I would do nothing else. Okay, uh, Mark Summers, do insect puns bug you? <laughs> no. Uh, Lee Stevens, have you ever visited Shropshire? If so, which parts have you visited? And if not, I highly recommend it. Uh, I have visited Shropshire, but I can't remember which parts. Was it any good? Yeah, yeah. I actually, all along the kind of Welsh borders, which is where Shropshire is, if I'm, my memory serves me correctly, uh, is quite interesting. You know, offers Dyke and all around there. <laughs> but Shrop- Shropshire sort of, uh, you, can, you could live in Shropshire and work in Birmingham, couldn't you? Did, did you just say Offers Dyke? Offers Dyke, yeah. Do you not know about Offers Dyke? No. Don't tell me you're living in Wales and you're married to a Welsh woman and you've no idea about Offers Dyke. Tell me about Offers Dyke. No, I'm not going to. You find out and tell me next week. You want me to Google Dykes? Offers Dyke. Google it now. Go on. Okay. I can't believe that as a man who's lived in Wales for how many years? Uh, 30. 30 years, not even picked up an accent. 30 years you've lived in Wales, now on the island of Anglesey, away from anyone else, and you have never heard of Offers Dyke. Yeah, but at least I own all the mineral rights under my house. Well, yeah, I think so do I now. I'm going to do that. As soon as we finish this, I'm getting onto the land registry. Offers Dyke Path, National Trails. Go on. Yeah. Uh, it's in Welsh. Hang on. Let me click the English tag. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be inspired. Let's have a look. Yeah. Well, it's like um. Well, it's just it's just more it's just more countryside. Offers Dyke was this great big defence that they built down the uh, yeah, that, like, down down to keep the English out of Wales or the Welsh out of England. Yeah, it's like it was, a, it was their version of Hadrian's Wall. I was going to say it's, it's, it's their version of the Chinese Wall because it's quite thick yeah. on this map. Yeah. And you never knew about it? No, it's that, it start, starts in Prostatin and ends in uh, Chepstow. Yeah. Uh. And you don't live far from Prestatin, and you never knew about it? I never knew there was a dyke in Prestatin, no. Well, oh, there's dykes everywhere. Okay, let's go on with the questions. Okay, you can, right, okay, you right. can go and look at that when we finish the programme. <laughs> Obviously, reading. you want to uh, find out more. I'm looking at the trail news. Okay, right. Um... <laughs> G. Mat- Matheson. I want to go and, I've got to go to the pub. Come on. Okay, G. Matheson. Do you believe it's possible yeah. to fall in love with someone online? No. Sadly, I think it's 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 true because there's a lot of people. No, get... I think people can. People are, are very. There are very stupid people around. Sorry, Gene. 
who are taken in by people. No, you can't. Of course you can't. How can you know anybody by something you've read? And it might not even be them. The word genuinely should be put in that sentence then, really, shouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I am Anthony Tony Tuck. Anthony Tony F***. <laughs> no, Tuck. Oh, Tuck. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't hear it. was a bad line. Yeah, go on. Can I have your autograph on a signed picture, please? Yep, uh, but it'll be a signed picture of the book or you'll have to pay for it. It's £5 on the website, jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash shop. Yeah. Uh, Diane Hammond, seeing as we're going back to the blue passports, what I want to know is, will we have to pay twice as mine runs out this August and we're Brexiting in 2019? Um, <laughs> you know, this whole thing about the blue passport is a waste of time. You just have to renew your passport and then you renew your passport and it stays for however long. You don't have to keep renewing it. Um, and we won't be leaving Europe anyway, so I wouldn't worry. Okay, uh, last one then to keep the uh, show shorter than you want. Okay. Uh, uh, it means you can't read the questions. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Hayden Robson. Yeah, Hayden uh, Robson, yeah. He's saying it would be nice to see the return of guest interviews. Well, yeah, oh, okay. Well, we, we uh, stopped doing it because people prefer just uh, to hear me. Well, no, I thought it was to hear more of me because I didn't have that oh, much to hear more of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, suggest some people you want to hear on the show, and we might well do that. Failing that, I have guests on the show on Talk Radio every evening, Monday to Thursday, seven o'clock until ten, so you can have a listen there. I think that's probably more the reason. I mean, your your uh, yeah. talk show has has the guests on it. I think this is yeah. more of a show yeah. for you. Yeah, this is me, me telling you how me and Rob feel about things going on in the world today. You just don't listen to anything I say. That's what that's. Yeah, this is this is uh, the truth station. Apart from the land registry thing, do that. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, check your own out. Go and have a go. Inquire yeah. about your own piece yeah. of land, so you see who owns mm. the mineral rights underneath it, and then uh, contest just for the laugh. Mm. It's it's free. The form's completely free. Just mm. download it, fill it in. Oh, <laughs> okay. One more question. Go on. Oh, all right. Um, oh. Okay. No. And seeing as you seeing as you put no. me on the spot, I'll do it. You know, I'll I'll turn the page. Yeah. Um, is there any particular question that you... All right, Rob James. If con is the opposite of pro, then what is the opposite of progress? What is the opposite of progress? Hmm. Going backward. Yeah, that, well, that makes sense. I mean... Yeah, what a ridiculous... I wish we hadn't done another one. Uh, right, that's it. Thank you very much indeed. Check out the uh, shop where we're uh, selling off copies of the book at a fabulous knockdown price. Yeah, can you all buy them at the same time so I don't have to go to the post office once? Otherwise, I have to keep making yeah. several trips. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry about that. It's all right. I mean, and, of course, you've got to go into uh, England to find a post office, haven't you? <laughs> uh, so, jameswellradio.co.uk. That is the website. Go and have a look there. And that'll um, send us some money so we can keep the program going. Shall I say goodbye in Welsh? Go on, then. Ta-ta. <laughs> uh, right, OK. Uh, see you all next week. We're on Talk Radio from 7 uh, Monday to Thursday. Right, Rob, off you go. Now, next week, we're going to find out everything, everything about Offers Dyke and, uh, and whether or not those people who lost a bet but bet too late got their money back. I'll give uh, Fred's wife a ring. Right, see you all later. Bye.
You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash show or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.